Why is Paul so hung up on the flesh? He's constantly going on and on about it. Don't Christians care about anything other than sexual sins? So say many people in our day. But such comments actually reveal more about those making the accusations than about Paul himself. While it's true that Paul frequently talks about the flesh, and that certain sexual sins fall under the category of sins of the flesh, for Paul, this category is much broader. The phrase works of the flesh refers to all the sins that stem from our fallen, weakened condition. In today's first reading, although Paul does list a few sexual sins among the works of the flesh, the majority of the vices he mentions actually have to do with division. Hatreds, rivalry, jealousy, outbursts of fury, acts of selfishness, dissensions, factions, occasions of envy. Such interpersonal sins are every bit as damaging to our souls and to society at large as sexual sins. And our culture suffers from these aspects of the flesh as much as it does from lust. Both in our political life and in our public discourse more broadly, all of us are frequently tempted to demonize those with whom we disagree, to treat people as enemies for thinking differently than we do. How can we exercise this demon of division? How can we contribute to the healing of our culture rather than to its self-destruction? Paul offers us two remedies to our brokenness, the cross and the spirit. Those who belong to Christ, he writes, that is, those who have been baptized, have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. Although we still succumb to these sins, we are not enslaved to them, and we can resist the temptation when it comes. The key to overcoming these temptations is to walk according to the Spirit, to rely not on our own strength, but on God's grace dwelling within us. May that grace grow in us, so that by crucifying the flesh, we may enjoy the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control.